guys, it's Janice. If you love this podcast and you've gotten great value and maybe a bit of entertainment out of past episodes, please consider a donation in support of both my podcast fees and my coffee habit. There's no obligation. Just click the link below and thanks so much for your support. Now on to today's episode. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Connections, Coffee, and Confidence with me, Janice. This week, I'm taking a bit of a departure from the softer side of communications, and I'm looking behind the scenes at the theory and the strategy behind why we do what we do. Specifically, I've been thinking about our customers' experience and how what we do as business owners impact upon our customers' interactions with us. Like, obviously, what we do has a knock-on effect on our customers, but have you ever sat down and thought about it? Well, I have, and today I'll share with you what I think you need to put some intention into in order to reap some well-deserved rewards. Hi, I'm Janice Fogarty, and I'm a communications strategist and consultant. The Connections Coffee Confidence Podcast is for professional women entrepreneurs who have established themselves and their business, and they're ready to get serious about using the power of communication to surpass their business goals. On this podcast, I discuss everything from leadership to establishing a business vision to the intricacies of creating messaging, publicity, and more. I speak to women who excel in communications in their business, whatever they do, and get an inside look at how they created a thriving livelihood. So top up your mug and welcome to this week's episode. So customer experience or CX, that's a whole sector of an industry that I feel was traditionally more technical in that it was data-driven, it was analytical, and kind of a a problem-solving area for a team in typically larger companies. Companies that had high profits, sold high-ticket items, who had money they could spend on employing teams of people to look at the way a customer or a client interacted with their company. The CX team worked in tandem with the PR team, who ensured the company's reputation was shining beautifully and the important people were profiled in all the high-flying publications. And also the marketing team, who got the people with the wallets through the door. Okay, so that's a simplistic description, 
but you get the idea of how these things traditionally worked. And maybe you already knew this because you worked in this kind of company before. Once upon a time, there were teams of people who specialized in these areas. And don't get me wrong, there still are teams and individuals who specialize in this, absolutely. Maybe you specialize in one of these areas and you've turned freelance, creating your own business out of your specialty. And if that's the case, then you know better than anyone that nowadays, that trifecta of teams is now just us. You and me, the business owners. Because we're the ones who design our business, get the clients, fluff our own feathers, sweep the floors, and fetch the coffee. So what do we, as independent business owners, need to know and understand about our customer's experience or their journey through our business? And what on earth would we do with that information? Like, does it actually matter? That idea of whether knowledge matters or not, that's an interesting one to me. My first thought is, of course it matters. All information about your business matters. Don't be so silly. But there are no absolutes. And yes, the irony is intentional. Why do we care about our client's experience with us? Why does it matter? Well, we take that information and we see if it tells us about where we're losing clients and their money. And that's important, right? We look at every time we interact with the client and see if it's effective, if it's efficient, if the client feels good or empowered or satisfied or however it is that we want them to feel at that point. And then we ask ourselves, can we improve? And that's the same as asking if it matters. Like, What's our goal? Because if our goal is to create a long-term relationship with our client or our customer, then yes, the information about their experience matters with us. But what if you look at your business and you sell a one-off item? You're a one-and-done kind of service. Does customer satisfaction or even loyalty matter? Is it worth your time and effort reviewing the customer journey and evaluating each touch point? Never mind the time and effort to improve it. And I guess that's your decision to make. If you are a one and done kind of service or product, or if you provide a necessity, you may place a lower value on customer loyalty and retention. If you have no competition, you may place a lower value on those things too. My word of caution on that is just to be mindful because at some point, someone will come along and do what you're doing. If the deciding factor between using you because they need what you sell, but they don't enjoy working with you or going to someone who's reasonably the same in every other way, but they're better to deal with, you might find yourself losing market share as time goes by. And if you're the one and done, Presumably, you still count on word of mouth to spread the news of what you do. People talk, and they're more apt to talk about a negative experience, so don't give them a reason. And it's just nice to be nice. I know, how Canadian, eh? Although the answer to, does a customer's experience or journey with your business matter, might seem subjective, if you have any interest in reputation management, or if you just care about the people who spend their hard-earned money with you, I argue that, yeah, it matters. But how do we look at it and evaluate it? 
because if it matters, we need to be able to review it objectively and concretely, right? Where I like to start is to take something you produce for your client or your, your service and then work backwards, like a brainstorm or a mind map or a, a flow chart kind of thing. Conversely, you can start at the beginning of the journey where someone finds you and map out every touch point or interaction until they reach that same end product. Because that's the point of the actual mapping, to mark every time you have the potential to impact on your customer's experience. So for example, take my Create Your Social Media Content Strategy Masterclass as the final product I want to map out. I plop that at the end and then I list all of the ways that people can get to that end result. So if someone sees my pin on Pinterest, for example, they are brought to my website sales page for that masterclass. And when they click to purchase, they go through the payment mechanism and then an automated message comes up saying thank you and tells them what to do next. The mechanism actually doesn't sing, that's just me. Then they log into the system to work through the masterclass and download the workbook and other supporting documents that I created. And next is a four email sequence that follows to give more information and encouragement at what I deem to be critical points in working through the process. But the journey isn't done there at the last email because then that customer gets placed into my general email list where I email them every week about the newest episode and I throw in some extra points of interest about the topic or a story behind the scenes, whatever. Each email in the sequence, the pin, the sales page, the automated message after the purchase, like all of those things are part of the customer experience. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... 
All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. But what if you sell a product like an essential oil blend or a bath bomb or a t-shirt? The experience shouldn't be a multi-stepped event because then it becomes friction. It becomes a deterrent to actually getting the client to the checkout. So I'd argue actually that in this scenario, you'd need to be even more precise and more intentional with how this process flows and impacts your customer's journey. Start with someone who sees your ad on Facebook. They click the button to buy or learn more and are brought to the product page of your website. They then click the buy button and they're brought to your online payment system. The payment system completes and they're shown a thank you message and an email is automatically sent to their inbox as either an extra thank you or a receipt, however you have it worked out. Then you package up the item and it gets mailed or your dropshipper kicks into gear or however it is that you you close off that process. So you You look at all the other ways that someone could get into that chain of events, where they enter the sequence, if there are extras that they get if they enter in through a different point. And soon you'll have a full page of different points of where you impact on your customer. That's your customer journey. So when I do this work, I find that as I'm mapping the sequence out, I'm discovering the gaps in the services or the the places where I could do a better job as I go along. I keep a second sheet of paper by my side so that I can make a note of it. You could do the same or you could just scribble it down like right there on the map. Or maybe you're a cool cat who uses actual planning software for that kind of thing and if so, hats off to you. My brain kind of freezes up when I'm forced to look at logical sequences on a screen. I'm a pen and paper kind of girl. Ah, Sometimes I use markers. Anyway, When you're working through and you see these gaps, when you look at what each email is about, like the purpose that it serves in the sequence, does everything flow logically and naturally? Is there a step in there that feels actually like a large jump? Or are there two steps where there could really, there could just be one? Is each touch point or interaction effective? Because don't forget your purpose your reason for this exercise. What's the end goal here? Yes, to improve the customer journey, but why? That answer shapes what you look at, how you value the information that you get. If your goal is to increase sales, have a look and see if you're losing people at one part of the process. Do you end up with a lot of abandoned carts? Why? Are you getting people to click on your Facebook ad, but they don't buy? Why? Do they open the email sequence after purchasing the product? If your goal is to get referrals, are you missing an opportunity to make a referral-worthy impression? Are you adding your personality or your personal touch to every step of the way to make it memorable and pleasant? Is there another opportunity to do so? Again, you need to judge whether this effort is worth it to you. It might take you days and days to go through and plug all the holes or tighten up the processes. And maybe all the things that you can do 
don't actually need to be done. You still need to have a balance to remember that done is better than perfect. I admit, when I opened my masterclass for my Facebook group and the email list, I did not have all the emails written. In fact, it was open for sale to the public and actually had sold to some wonderful people who invested. Thank you, if that was you, by the way. And I still did not have all the emails written. They were planned and outlined, but not written, edited, and in the system. But because I was, I was trying to get my kids through an application process for their school, because I had to buy a house and school supplies, sort out a mortgage, buy insurance, because I had a birthday and my parents came to visit as a surprise, because I had done enough to get started and had a plan to finish it up, because done is better than perfect. Those emails are in now. They're being delivered, and could I have written 15 emails instead of four? Yeah, yes I could. I could write these purchasers a novel because I love the topic of creating and using strategic messaging to create social media that works for your business. Does anyone need that as part of their masterclass? No, <laughs> it is not worth that kind of overwhelm for anyone. So you might see the gaps, but they might be fine just the way they are. And if you're looking at your map and you're thinking about the data and wondering what real people think about the whole thing, wondering how a paying person feels about the journey or the experience with your company, well, you can always ask them. Pick out a few of those touch points that you're wondering about and contact your old customers or clients. Or set up a mechanism to ask your current clients as they go through the process. Find out what they think. It may be that something you feel is clunky or awkward doesn't raise any issues with them. Or something you think is just bloody brilliant is just bloody weird. One last idea for you is to look at other processes similar to yours. Or maybe completely unlike yours. I don't know how creative a thinker you are. But if you look at all the different ways and the touch points that make an impression on you as a customer, try to emulate those. I subscribe to some smashing email lists. Tarzan K, completely inspirational. And I'm definitely influenced by the way she and others who pro whose products and services I've purchased have handled me as a customer. I know what I like. So why would I expect my customers to be any different? Irrespective of what your specific goal is, I suggest that the end result will be an improvement in your reputation. I know that going through this process will lead people to being even more happy with doing business with you, and happy people do tend to make recommendations. However, in this, as in all things, I recommend you be strategic. Be mindful of the goal for the specific customer journey and examine those touch points to see if they are creating the customer experience you intended. Look for the gaps or the opportunities and evaluate their importance. You don't fix what ain't broke, right? This is not an opportunity to procrastinate. This is an opportunity to review, evaluate, fix, and get back to daily operations Secure in the knowledge that you are doing the best you can to care for your customers 
like the valued business assets they are. Thank you for listening today. And I would love to hear what made an impact on you. So post your thoughts and tag me on Instagram at Janice E. Fogarty. I'd love to see what you're thinking. And until next week, my friend, have a fan-freaking-tastic rest of your day. Thanks so much for listening this week. I invite you to sign up for my email list or join me in the Connections Coffee and Confidence community on Facebook. Those are the people who get first dibs on any classes or products I create, and they benefit from the extras I can't get into in a podcast format. I also lovingly request that if you've enjoyed this podcast, you leave a review on Apple. When I see a new review, I get so excited, I almost spill my cappuccino froth. Almost. And if you're a woman entrepreneur who's ready to get serious about using the power of communications to grow your business, send me an email at Janice at JaniceFogarty.com. All my details are in the show notes. Thank you again for listening today. And I'll chat with you again next week. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.